0: Have you ever been afraid? I can remember as a boy being afraid of the dark. I can remember being afraid when I dialed 911 when my father was having his heart attack. I can remember being afraid asking a girl out on a date. I can think of a million other fears, some greater, some smaller, The fear of rejection, the fear of something happening to someone you love, the fear of not measuring up, or fear of changes in the environment, changes in political structures. What about you? What are you afraid of? Fear was not absent from the first Christmas. Mary and Joseph lived in an occupied country ruled by one of the most powerful empires of history. And violence was not uncommon at all. It was relatively commonplace. And there was the fear that silently lurks behind every pregnancy, especially in the first century. How would it go? Would the mother and child even survive? There was the fear of not finding a place to stay, no room in the inn. And there was another fear that was present on that very first Christmas that we heard from tonight's lesson. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. The shepherds were afraid. They were scared. They were experiencing something beyond the ordinary, something that was supernatural, outside of their normal experience, and so they were afraid. But the message that they received is the thunderous message that echoes out from the very first Christmas and roars over the centuries to your life and mine. It's the message of the angel's cry. Do not be afraid. For see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. The primary message of Christmas is not about the birth of a boy who would grow up to become the founder of a great religion. That's not the primary message of Christmas. The primary message of Christmas is not about the struggles of a young Jewish couple in the first century. The primary message of Christmas is that God is with us, has become a one of us in Christ. And therefore, God shines favorably toward us. And because of that primary message, God with us, that's what Emmanuel means. God with us. One thing that follows from that is that you and I, therefore, need not be afraid. Five-year-old Johnny was in the kitchen. He was watching his mother prepare the Christmas supper. And she asked Johnny to go a short distance down the hallway to their pantry to get her a can of tomato soup. Well, Johnny didn't like this idea. He said, I don't like going in there... It's dark and I get scared. And so she asked again, and he resisted. She asked again, he resisted. And finally, she put down what she was working on. She said, John, it's going to be okay. Jesus will be there with you. He kind of looked at her like, eh, but he said, okay. So he goes down the hallway. He opens the pantry, which is this big, dark space. He starts to go forward, but then he gets scared. And before he runs away, he has an idea. He looks into the dark pantry. Jesus, if you're in there, could you hand me that can of tomato soup? (laughs) (laughs) Now, let's be clear. The primary message of Christmas is not some shallow message about positive thinking, and that with God, everything in your life will be okay. It's not the primary message of Christmas. I'm not sure that's even a Christian message. The primary message of Christmas calls us back to the lyrics of that old carol. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. In Christ, you can bring your fears, you can bring your hopes, not to a fairy tale, not to a fictional person, but to a living God who is for you and not against you. And that should give you and I great courage in the face of trouble. That should give us courage and hope to step into those dark pantries of life that all of us have to step into from time to time. So the next time you're in a bad spot, the next time those folks are, seem to be washing away and fear seems to be flooding in, look to God. Ask God for strength. Ask God for hope. Ask God for guidance. One writer put it this way, quote, sometimes the Lord calms the storm, sometimes he lets the storm rage and calms his child, end of quote. God has given us a child, you and me, to remind us that all of us, however young or And sometimes God will indeed quiet the storm, the difficulty that you're facing. But sometimes that storm will keep raging. But God will quiet your heart. As God, like a young mother, quieted the baby Jesus, allowing him to sleep in heavenly peace. This is good news for your life. This is good reason to not be afraid. Now, Christmas means many things to us. There are the memories, and not all of them, for everybody, are pleasant. There are the times with family. Not all of them are memorable. And so if you can sit here tonight and say, Hey, most of my Christmas memories are good, and most of the times my family were pretty good, you have much to be thankful for. This is a painful time of year for many people because their experience has been exactly the opposite. But for Christians, for Christians, Christmas is primarily an event that took place in history, first century Israel AD, and has changed the world It continues to change the world day by day, moment by moment. Christmas is the startling proclamation that not only is God real, but God is for us, God is interested in us, in you. And therefore, we need not be afraid. Therefore, when you have your hopes and your fears, you can bring them to God. You can step into that pantry knowing you are not alone. So I share with you the message that the angels shared with the shepherds on that very first Christmas. Be not afraid. Amen.